Hello everyone. So in this video, we'll discuss about ammonification. This is the first type of nitrogen fixation. We all know that neither animals nor plants can utilize atmospheric nitrogen, or I can say that we don't have any method to utilize it. And we also know that nitrogen is a crucial component of DNA and amino acids. So during the process of cell division, we must need nitrogen to form DNA and proteins. So nitrogen fixation is a method in which we can consume, or I can say, plants can consume nitrogen in different forms that we will discuss further. So in simple language, we can say that it is a process of making ammonia from dead organisms. When a plant or animal dies, microorganisms make their body to be mixed in the soil. So we can say ammonification is carried out by decay-causing organisms. Some examples of these organisms are Bacillus ramosus, Bacillus vulgaris. Bacillus mesentericus and actinomyces. They act upon the protein and nitrogenous compound of dead bodies. Proteins are first broken up into amino acids, and then amino acids are broken up into ammonia and organic acids. Organic acids are used by microbes, and ammonia is released into the soil. But ammonia is a gas, so it is changed to ammonium ion, that is NH4 plus, in the soil. Plants can take it directly, but condition is the pH of the soil is more than 6 and it contains abundant organic acids. But there are few plants that can store ammonium ion like begonia and oxalis. So this is the whole process all the details about ammonification. I hope you understand it. And as this is the first step, we will discuss two more steps of nitrogen fixation. How nitrogen is fixed into the soil and plants utilize it. Next video will be about nitrification, the next step of nitrogen fixation. So that's it for this video. See you in the next video. Hello everyone. In this video, we are going to discuss about the second step of nitrogen metabolism, that is nitrification. In the previous video, we discussed ammonification. If you have not seen that, then you should watch that. You can find that in the i button above and in the description. So this video is going to be amazing because we divided this topic in five W's question, that is what, who, when, where, and why. That means the question will be like, what is nitrification? Who does nitrification? When does nitrification occur? Where does nitrification occur? Why does nitrification occur? I hope this video will answer all your questions about nitrification. So now let's start the video. And huh, all the notes, audio files, documents you will find in the description. You can check that out. So our first question is, what is nitrification? Nitrification is a process in which ammonium nitrogen or ammonium ion converts into nitrate. It has two steps. In the first step, ammonium ions are oxidized into nitrite by nitrosomonas and nitrosococcus. These bacteria only perform the first step. In the second step, nitrites are changed to nitrate by nitrocystis and nitrobacter. There are also some bacteria that can perform both of these steps. Example is Aspergillus flavus. So now let's take a look at the chemical equation of the step. First step is 2NH3 plus 3O2 gives rise to 2NO2 minus plus 2H plus plus 2H2O plus some energy. So when 2NH3 react with 3 oxygen in the presence of nitrosomonas, nitrosococcus and aspergillus flavus, 2NO2 minus plus 2H plus plus 2 water and some energy is released. Wait a second, remember that energy that is released in the reaction. Let me just circle around this. This energy will help us to understand some concept in this video, so remember this. Now let's go to the second equation, 2NO2- plus O2 
gives rise to 2NO3- plus energy. Remember this energy also. Now our second question, who does nitrification? I mean who is that great person? So the answer is bacteria. So now you might be wondering that wow these bacteria are amazing if it had not been there then we would have died. Then remember one thing, in this world no one does anything for anyone, not even bacteria. I am saying this because most of the bacteria perform nitrification are chemoautotrophs. Remember that energy that I told you to remember? These bacteria use that energy to survive. They do this chemical reaction because they need that energy. They are chemoautotrophs that means they get carbon from atmosphere and energy from chemical reactions. I think I need to explain this. Can you tell me what is the major difference between an autotroph and heterotroph? I am giving you 5 seconds to think. An answer might be, the organism who can make their own food are autotrophs and those who don't are heterotrophs. This is not wrong but this is not 100% correct. Now remember this, this is very important. Most of the organisms primarily need two things to survive that is carbon and energy. They use carbon and energy to make their food. So let's talk about carbon first. The organisms that get carbon from atmosphere or carbon dioxide are autotrophs and those who get it from any other organic or inorganic source are heterotrophs. So plant get its carbon source from carbon dioxide so it's an autotroph and animal get it from organic matter that's why they are heterotrophs. So we decide organism is autotroph or heterotroph based on its carbon source from where it get its carbon. Now second thing is energy. There are two major sources of energy for an organism that is light energy and chemical energy. And those who use light energy are phototrophs and those who use chemical energy are chemotrophs. Now let's discuss about plant. Plant use light energy that's why they are phototrophs and they are also autotrophs so by combining this we call them photoautotrophs. So the bacteria that we are talking about use chemical energy as their energy source and they get carbon from carbon dioxide so they are called chemoautotrophs. So now you must be thinking if there are any chemoheterotroph present that means the organism that use chemical energy but get its carbon from any other source than carbon dioxide then the answer is yes. The best example of this is human. Human use chemical energy that means the chemical reaction that occur in our body to get their energy and they get carbon from all the organic sources. We eat food to get that carbon. So we are the best example of chemoheterotrophs. There are some other organisms present called lithotrophs and organotrophs. I will not discuss in detail about these organisms because it has nothing to do with the video. But let's just talk about a little. Do you know that oxygen has some poisonous effect on a cell? But some cells have some defense against it and some don't have any defense. But those who don't have defense against oxygen's harmful effect, they don't use it. So those organisms use reduced inorganic substances like minerals, they are called lithotrophs and they usually grow on rock surfaces and some other use reduced organic substances they are called organotrophs and yes there are also lithoautotrophs, lithoheterotrophs, chemoorganotrophs organisms are present. Now let's come to the third question when nitrification occurs then the answer is simple every time. Every time there is ammonium ion or ammonia present in the soil and it is available for nitrifying bacteria then nitrification goes on. Do you remember farmers add ammonia to the soil? Those are anhydrous ammonia that is it's a pure form of ammonia that means ammonia without water. They are those because of this reason to make it available for nitrifying bacteria. When there is ammonia present then nitrifying bacteria will do their work. 
so now let's conclude fourth question where nitrification occurs so the answer is in the soil in which bacteria is present they consume ammonia and makes it nitrate and nitride and get their energy from it so now let's come to our last question and the most important question why does nitrification occur see we need nitrogen to survive and it is understandable that plant cannot take nitrogen directly from atmosphere but why don't it take ammonia why we need a complex process like nitrification take 5 second to think the answer is simple ammonia is poisonous do you know that all the biological systems work on a particular ph and the ph of cytoplasm is slightly alkaline around 7.2 but do you know what is the ph of ammonia the ph of ammonia is 11.6 if the ph will change then a cell will die because if ammonia enter into a cell it will change the ph and it will affect the metabolism membrane potential cell growth photosynthesis state of polymerization of cytoskeleton and many more and in comparison to ammonia nitrate are safer because they are large in size than ammonia so they cannot enter into a cell that's the reason why plant only take nitrate not ammonia and some plant who can store ammonia they have some defense against its harmful effect so that's all about nitrification i hope you got your answer so in the next video we will discuss the next step of nitrogen metabolism and the link of the next and previous video will be in the description and in the i button above but in the last i want to thank my friend bisoid for helping me in this video and i want to say something not only for him but for all of you remove all the things that distract you whoever or whatever comes in between you and your goal just throw it away it can be your phone some applications like pubg tiktok netflix amazon prime your laptop whatever it is just remove it uninstall the application and if you are saying that it will help you in your studies then you know better that it is helping you or distracting you these are like snacks you want to get benefit from them but they will first bite you so if you are feeling that they are distracting you then remove it from your life